Hello everyone, this is Brenda Lopez coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. The date is March 2nd, 2021. First of all, I want to thank you all for joining us today because today we will be conversing about an area in history that is many times overlooked. I also want to thank my group members, Sydney and Nick, for all the hard work that they put in behind the scenes. Today we will be conversing about the treatment and adversities faced by African American men before and during the Civil War. We will learn about the injustices, inequalities, and inequities they face compared to their white counterparts during the Civil War. Before we talk about the role and treatment of African American men in the Civil War, I will briefly explain what the Civil War was. The Civil War was a war that was fought between the United States of America, also known as the Union, and the Confederate States of America, known as the Confederacy. During 1860 and 1861, 11 Southern or Confederate states left the Union and went on to become the Confederate States of America. The biggest reason why this division happened was because of the long-standing disagreement over the institution of slavery, even though many wouldn't agree with this. Now, African American men wanted to participate in the Civil War prior to the Emancipation Proclamation, but Lincoln wouldn't allow this because he thought of African American soldiers as inferior and believed that they lacked the skills to be a soldier. Lincoln's original intentions were to preserve the Union and any policies that helped or hindered black people were subordinate to that goal, so he was concerned that if he allowed African Americans to enlist in the war, such a move would prompt the border stakes to secede, which they did anyways. As the Article 54th Massachusetts Infantry Regiment by Peter Walton states, following the Emancipation Proclamation and as the demand for Northern recruits outgrew the supply, President Abraham Lincoln agreed to enroll African Americans in the Union Army. Governor John Andrew of Massachusetts, an abolitionist, organized the regiment following the Emancipation Proclamation. Recruiting offices were opened throughout the United States to fill the regiment. Because the recruitment was very successful, not only was the 54th Regiment formed, but also a 2nd Black Infantry Regiment, the 55th Massachusetts Regiment. Throughout the Civil War, African-American soldiers faced many adversities they came upon because of racial prejudice. Many white Northerners were not ready to accept the presence of black troops nor the idea that black men were suited for combat. Jefferson Davis declared, We are reduced to choosing whether we want African-Americans to fight for or against us. Robert E. Lee announced in 1865 that he favored both enrolling and emancipating black troops, stating that he believed that their service as slaves would make them capable soldiers. African-Americans served in separate all-black units with no serious proposals for integration. In 1863, the War Department created the Bureau of Colored Troops to address issues with colored regiments. Almost all black troops had white officers, although many refused to serve out of fear of taining their military record or belief that black soldiers cannot be trained for combat. As the article, African American Soldiers During the Civil War by the Library of Congress informs, African American soldiers were assigned to perform non-combat supportive duties such as cooks, laborers, and teamsters. Although African-Americans were promised $13 a month, they were paid only $10, and the Army expected the men to purchase their own uniforms. White soldiers, on the other hand, were paid $13 a month, from which no clothing allowance was deducted. After several appeals, in July of 1864, Congress granted soldiers their full salary, retroactive to the time of enlistment. During combat, black troops suffered the most in comparison to white units. In addition, K-12 
captured black soldiers were abused and murdered instead of being treated as prisoners of war. Because of this, Frederick Douglass recruited, refused to recruit any more black men and held Abraham Lincoln responsible for tolerating the mistreatment of black prisoners. Then Lincoln ordered General Order 11, which threatened to execute Southern troops or confine them to hard labor for every U.S. soldier executed or enslaved by the Confederates. A very notable massacre against black troops was the Fort Pillow Massacre that happened in Tennessee on April 12, 1864. Confederate troops under the command of Nathan Bedford Forrest slaughtered black troops and their white commander, William Branford, after they had surrendered. Due to this, Forrest gained authority after the Civil War as the founder of the Ku Klux Klan, and instead of retaliating as required by General Order 11, Lincoln and his cabinet decided to punish those responsible for the killings if and when they were apprehended. It is important to know that no one was punished during or after the war. When enlisted in the war, African Americans were told that they would wouldn't be free unless their owners consented and the state where they lived agreed to their emancipation. In April of 1865, the Confederacy was forced to surrender, which officially ended the Civil War. As stated in the article, black soldiers in the U.S. military during the Civil War, from the national records, roughly 179,000 men served as soldiers in the U.S. Army, of which nearly 40,000 black soldiers died fighting for the freedom they long awaited. Let's remember and honor these black soldiers. Once again, thank you for joining us today to talk about one of the most overlooked times and soldiers in history.